Well, hey guys, this has been quite an ordeal to try and get this podcast out. Listen, there's not going to be an intro, no music this week. I left all of those files in Tennessee. I'm in Michigan right now. I didn't realize until after I recorded this fucking thing. So just giving you a little intro that it's not going to be what you're used to hearing, all right? Same podcast, just no intro, no outro. My bad. My fucking bad. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Wednesday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, baby, that's old fucking K. But get your shit together. It's the holiday motherfucking season. What the hell have you been doing with yourself the whole goddamn year? You've had a whole year to make yourself better than the person you used to be. To really achieve your peak and final form. Were you lazy all year? Is that why? Get it the fuck together, people. Don't be a goddamn disappointment on Christmas Day to your family, all right? Get it together. They'll be so happy and proud of you when you get it together. And really, it don't matter about them anyway. It matters about you. Be proud of yourself for getting all the shit done that you said you were going to get done. Hey, real quick coming up, I will be in Detroit. That is tonight, December 21st doing a little talk show and a little comedy down there called Planet Ant. The shows on the 22nd and the 23rd have been canceled. I'm sorry. I had very little to do with it. It's supposed to have a big snowstorm here up in old Michigan, so they have preemptively canceled the comedy happenings uh, for Thursday and Friday at the Independent. You know, it's almost like the club isn't even in Michigan. Because they don't know what to do with the snow. You know what I mean? It's like, this is Michigan. We keep going, people. We keep going. But apparently it's supposed to be pretty nasty. Either way, I will be in New Jersey at the Stress Factory in Brunswick, January 5th through the 7th with my good buddy Aaron Weber. We'll be at Good Nights Comedy Club also in January the 27th and the 28th. That's Raleigh, North Carolina. The Funny Bone in February, that's going to be in Omaha, the 10th and 11th. And then come through this one if you're in Nashville. February 16th, I'll be headlining Sonny's Patio Pub in Refuge, baby. Come on through. It's part of, what is it, PB Backyard Comedy. That is the company putting it on. But that'll be a big one. I'll be doing extra time there. There's also some stuff in March and April coming up. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the comedy happenings. And you will be uh, up to date with everything that I'm doing. That's it, people. What are you doing? What have you been up to? How have you been, my friend? I'm sorry again I didn't get to you on Monday. It's been a chaotic few days. Has been my entire life, it seems like, the past few months. But it's all coming together. I'm in Michigan. If you're watching, you can see you going, what the hell? Look at all this nice stuff. And, oh, no. What happened there? The camera switched around. Why would it do such a thing? What just happened there? Hold on a second. Did the microphone cut off, too? It did. Everything switched up. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I got a little excited, and I bumped everything around. So it, anyway, you know what we're doing. We had to restart. But yeah, look at this. In a, in a winter wonderland, I'm up in Michigan. I'm coming to you live from uh, 
my mother's living room right now in the great city of Flint, Michigan, my friends. Good things happening here. I know you guys just read about all the bad news in the water and how uh, nobody lives here anymore and how all the auto industry built these people up and told them they were going to have a good future to look forward to. And they, you know, threw them under a bus the first chance they got. But there's a lot of good stuff happening uh, up here. Uh, Snow plows, they're out. If it snows and the roads get fucked up, they get clean pretty quick. Salt trucks, too. Those are out. You know what I mean? It's a lot of good things happening. There's a bunch of weed stores, and uh, that's about it. But I am in Flint at the moment. For the holidays, my friends. For the fucking holidays. I uh, what? A, it's just been busy. I got to see family I haven't seen in like 15 fucking years on Saturday which is uh which is fun, you know? It's great. It's fun how nobody really cares what you've been up to. <laughs> Cuz every year my grandpa does like a a gathering amongst like the grandkids and everything where he always has a dinner before Christmas. And even that my cousins or excuse me, my uncle always has like a get together around the holidays and shit, but I just haven't been to one in a very long time. So I made it a point to come up a little bit early this year so I can make uh, my 97 year old grandpa's little birthday get together. Apparently it was the biggest one they've ever had. 29 people, everybody, 29 motherfucking people. Is that a lot of people? I don't know if that's a big uh, family or not. I hope this camera isn't fucking up on the recording like that. God damn it. It should be fine. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Fuck, it's getting all shifty. Anyway, the video might be fucked up a little bit in this one, people. I apologize. I've never recorded a podcast on this laptop like this before, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, but yeah, I just haven't seen any of these, any of my, my distant family cousins, aunts, uncles in like 15 years, man. So it was a, it was a trip, you know, no one expected me to be there because just cause I haven't been around before, but, uh, people are like, oh shit, man, I haven't seen you in 15 years or you've been doing comedy and traveling. And it's like, yeah, I'm doing, you know, things are going pretty well right now. I'm on the road quite a bit, you know, seeing the world, tell them they're like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Listen, I had six hernias. Did they tell you about that? And I was like, no, I didn't hear about you having six hernias. It's like, well, I had one and, uh, you know, it was bad and I knew it was a hernia and people kept going, no, that's not a hernia, but I knew it was a hernia. Then I went to the doctor and he said, do you know what? You got a hernia. And I was like, I got damn, I knew I had a hernia the whole time. Then they went in and it turns out I had five extra hernias that I didn't even know about. Did you know you could have hernias and not know? I had six whole hernias, but listen, it's good. You're on the road and everything. I got to go. I got to go check the pork now. I got to go make sure this pork is good. But my hernia, wow, I tell you, I also got new knees. Got a couple of knees replaced. They've been feeling great. But I'm real excited that you've been out and about traveling around doing comedy. Hope you're doing well. I got to go take care of this pork. That's the big. <laughs> That's pretty much every conversation that I have with people. Like, well, oh, you've been doing a lot of stuff. Let me tell you about nothing that's been going on around here. It's like, ah, great. <laughs> well what do you expect you know having new knees is big news when you're in your 60s i suppose you know 
<laughs> and it's just like, you know, this is why I just don't, uh, this is why I kind of don't come around too much. <laughs> because it's relatively boring, and also it doesn't seem like you give a shit if I'm here or not. <laughs> But they're not supposed to. I get it. What old man wants to hear about anything other than what he has to say? You know, I'm already there. I don't give a shit what most people have to say either. It's all about me, baby. It's all about me and what I'm saying, what I've been through in my life. Who gives a fuck what's been happening to your relatives you haven't seen in forever? (laughs) But what a good time. What a good time. It's just... uh, It's just, you do, it's the same shit that we did when we were kids, but now we're just older. You know what I mean? It used to be uh, our parents got together and then, you know, they'd take us and we'd be running around with all our cousins while they're, you know, drinking moderately, I guess, (laughs) and sneaking out back to get high. Now that's just what we do. You know what I mean? We go, go play with the ball. I'm going to have a little sip of fireball over here, a little toke on the old weed, and then they'll come back and go, yeah, I keep going and playing with the ball. We're having adult uh, conversation stuff over here. So it's just the same. You know, it's the same big family get-togethers. I forgot that people kind of did that just because I haven't been uh, participating them in a very, very long time. And uh, 29 does seem like a lot of people to me, but I think that if when people go, do you have a big family? 29 is not a number that I would go, that's a big number, you know what I mean? But that's the most we've ever had as a unit together, you know, for whatever reason. It just happened to be that way. It just happened to be the year where people who don't normally show up showed showed up and shown up, showed up. They arrived. They participated in the thing, and we all had a great time with uh, my 97-year-old grandpa, you know. He was just enjoying seeing everybody. I was talking to my sister at one point in time and he walked up and he just goes, brother and sister. (laughs) And it's like, hell yeah, grandpa, we've been brother and sister our whole lives, dude. I think that's what he meant. He's just like, God, it's just good to see you two together, brother and sister. Just because, you know, that's how he, that's how he remembers us as little kids just being attached at the hip. That's what he remembers. it's uh, I think I talked about it last week or whenever I did the last podcast about going to this dinner and what was going to happen was people were going to get together and then my grandpa was just going to sit there and uh, just look at everything. And uh, that's what he did. He was just the watchful eye, just sat while, you know, we all kind of ate together. And then, uh, and then we played some games. We were dropping pencils in jars and stacking pennies. He didn't do any of that. He was just sitting on the outside of the circle that we were all in and just looking at it going, yup, yup, this all came from my ball sack. That's what he was doing. That's exactly what he was doing, and I knew that's what he was going to be doing, just admiring his life's work, you know what I mean? He's had jobs. He was a soldier. He served in the military. He was a goddamn Marine for this beautiful country that we live in, people. But uh, I think the most important thing he ever done was watch his come evolve into even more calm, you know? (laughs) He was just enjoying his dynasty, his life's work that came from the depths of his scrotum. And, you know, 
it's I'm sure there's it's a a he wasn't thinking about it like that. He was going, This is my family, you know. I've made this. That's the only thing he could have been thinking of. It's just he just sat there just admiring his work, very stoic looking, going, you know what? I created all this. All these people here came from me in some way, you know? And that's pretty cool. I'll never have that, you know? And I don't think most of the our family members will have that either. You know what I mean? He had, what did he have? Well, he had like six kids, and they all had at least like two kids apiece. You know what I mean? So that's a bunch of fucking 12, 18 people, whatever. And then there's other cousins and relatives and, you know, second cousins, because there's a, you know, one of his kids that fuck somebody he wasn't married to. So then they got another kid over here or something like that. But uh, just looking around, like, I'm not that. I don't have any kids. My sister has two. My cousin has one. I think a couple of my other cousins have one. They're just not that idea that you have six kids and they all, you know, grow up and keep having kids. So you have this big family. doesn't seem to be the idea that uh, our family is uh, continuing on, I guess, is the, the kind of the way I can put it. So there's just not going to be in my lifetime, as far as the Kelly name goes that I know, the people that I know, there's not going to be another chance for a man to be 97 years old and looking at 28 other people that he somehow brought into the world one way or another. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe y'all are different. Maybe y'all got big families that are having lots of kids out there, but uh, I don't know. My buddy, my buddy has four kids, I think. And I think he might be the person that has the most that I know, you know, Four seems to be the max, but a, a end of an era, you know what I mean? As far as uh, my grandpa goes, he's an old man, 97. And uh, it's just interesting that everybody showed up on, on this one. If there isn't another one of those Christmas dinners, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Just because this one happened to be the biggest one. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was the last one. I'm hoping it's not, but life is life, and it's all coming to an end uh, one way or another for us, you know what I mean? But uh, I hope there's more Christmas dinners for my grandpa. But if this is the last one, it's got to be, you know, having the most people ever show up has got to be a pretty good uh, feeling. He's just 97, man. That's very old. And imagine doing it next year, and it's like four fucking people. It's like, we gave you the good one last year, Grandpa. You should have tapped out, buddy, but you're still here. <laughs> so now you got to deal with nobody showing up for you, you know. But all in all, it's a good time. Food was good. It's good seeing people for a minute. It, it's just been, uh, it's always an exhausting few days when I come back. I don't know if you guys get that way around your family. Um, apparently, I'm an introverted person is what I'm uh, kind of realizing. Because I get energy from being alone, you know. So as uh, as much fun as I'm having around people, it does exhaust me and takes a lot out of me. And you just wish people understood that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, you were with them yesterday. Now you got to be with me today. And it's like, can I just have a day so I'm enjoyable when I'm around you? Or do you just want to suck everything I have out of me? You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just am that way. Took my grandma to the casino on Monday with my sister and my mom. We had a nice little outing together. All us gals. 
<laughs> Hello, girls day at the fucking casino. <laughs> Didn't make no fucking money, but it was just a just a fun just a fun little day, man. That's all. That's all it was. Let's uh let's do a couple of things before we get you out of here, people. This is something that's always been uh, fascinating to me since it is the holiday season. I think we need to talk about Santa Claus here and what the fuck he's doing with Christmas. Because a lot of people think, maybe not a lot of people, but some people think that Santa Claus might be Satan himself, all right? It's a theory I heard many, many moons ago, and you know what? The more I think about it, the more it makes sense, you know? Have you all ever heard that, where some people go, Santa Claus really is uh, Satan, you know? Or their brothers or something like that. Because, uh, well, first of all, Santa is, what is the word, an anagram for Satan? If you arrange the words differently, it spells out Satan. So that's something to think about. But listen, let's, uh, let's get you to some of these facts and see if we can't change your mind on a few things. If you're into self, you can still celebrate Christmas. But understand that Santa is an evil demonic spirit taking away from the true meaning of Christmas, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus H. Christ. All right? So the evidence, there is evidence that Santa and Satan were separated at birth, okay? There's, they don't say what the evidence is, but that's just one of the statements. But anyway, here are the reasons, all right? Santa wears red. The devil, Satan, is red, okay? You can't argue that. That's pretty factual right there. Santa wears red. Satan is red. Point. Santa is Satan, okay? So that's one. You can't argue with that. So I think uh, I think a lot of you are just like, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. But if that wasn't enough to convince you, here, let's move along, shall we? Santa is known alternatively as Saint Nick. One of the devil's jocular pseudonyms in England is Old Nick. So a saint is pretty old. And Old Nick, that's pretty old too. So, you know, same person, Saint Nick, Old Nick, Old Saint Nick, the devil. Both are associated with the element of fire. By the way of the chimney in Santa's case, a little closer to home in Satan's. So Santa comes down the chimney where there is fire burning constantly, and Satan lives in the fiery depths of hell, which is nothing more than a big ever-burning chimney for the sinners and gays. What do you think? <laughs> Santa, like Satan, can be seen as sac a sacrilegious parody of Christ. So there's that. He's making fun of Jesus somehow. Christians celebrate the Last Supper by eating the communion wafer. Oh, this is explaining that. Christians celebrate the Last Supper by eating the communion wafer. Santa parodies the Holy Sacrament by demanding a cookie. So he's taken away. He's taken away from the flavorless cracker you get that is Jesus's body. And he's like, hey, I want a sweet, delicious cookie instead. Jesus wasn't no cookie. Jesus had no flavor at all. All right? Just a saltine, but with no salt. Jesus was just a teen cracker. <laughs> K 
Kids await Santa's arrival. <laughs> Teen crackers, funny to me. <laughs> Kids await Santa's arrival on Christmas Eve, thrilled at the thought that Santa Claus is coming to town. Evangelicals expect the second coming any second. So, I mean, you can take that for what it's worth. But I think if you had any doubts that Santa is an evil demonic spirit, possibly the devil himself, I think I think we got somewhere today. I don't like to tell you guys what to believe or how to live your lives, all right? I just like to provide information in order for you to make I don't want to say better decisions, but maybe more well thought out decisions than the MK Ultra mind control programming that you're dealt every Christmas season, okay? I'm just here to give you some alternative facts. I don't want to call them alternative facts. I just want to call them straight facts that aren't a part of some deep psyop, you know, by the CIA to make you dumb and stupid around the holiday season. I'm here to lift you up. So when you're buying that air fryer, you can feel good about it knowing that you're doing it for the right reasons and not because you're telling your children that the devil, Santa, also known as Satan, is bringing them an air fryer, all right? Let them know it's from you, but it's really from Jesus Christ who is in your heart. And anything that comes from your heart is therefore coming from Jesus, and it has nothing to do with this devil worshiper known as Santa Claus, all right? Chris Kringle, if you will. So that's a little something for you. little maybe bring that up at Christmas dinner with your family. You go, listen, happy holidays, everybody. Green bean casseroles, absolutely fantastic. Can we just discuss how Santa Claus might be Satan and we shouldn't be telling our kids that he's a good guy? Because you got to be, you're supposed to be naughty, or nice, you want to be on Satan's nice list? Come on, people. That's not where you want to be. You want to be on his naughty list, so you go to heaven. Good Lord. I was looking for some more. I looked up some Christmas facts, too. I figured I could uh, share, but they're pretty uninteresting. Did you know the original Christmas pudding recipe had meat in it? Wow. It's the end of Christmas dinner, and you're now waiting for the Christmas pudding to finish it all off. We all know the tradition of whoever finds this silver coin in the pudding gets good luck. Who's putting fucking coins in pudding? Broken teeth going into the new year doesn't sound like very good luck to me. But did you know that Christmas pudding wasn't always a fruitcake? In the 14th century, Christmas pudding was a type of porridge made using, made using mutton and beef alongside spices, wines, raisin, current, raisins, currants, and more. Over time, people slowly added more alcohol alongside eggs and dried fruit until we eventually ended up with the Christmas pudding we're all familiar with today, which, in case you weren't aware, is meat-free. So they used to be pudding, but it wasn't pudding then. It was porridge. So the Christmas pudding was never... These people just make shit up so they can type shit. Number six, the sixth most unknown Santa wasn't always dressed in red. Did you know that? Wow. 
Santa Claus was in green before Coca-Cola used their colorist red for their marketing campaigns in the early 1900s. While this is true to an extent, Santa was shown in red as early as the 1870s by the American cartoonist Thomas Nast. Maybe Thomas Nast was the uh, Satanist in trying to uh, fucking get other people to worship the devil and think they were celebrating Christmas. I don't know. There's some Christmas facts for you today, my friends. It's a holiday podcast, you know? That's why we're here. We're here to celebrate the holidays together and get our dicks sucked and our asses ate. Happy holidays from me to you. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, people. Shall we do that, huh? Great video. Listen, if you're going to get married, do it, do it somewhere. Do it, quit trying to fucking make it a bigger deal than what it is, all right? Do it in the fucking backyard. These people decided to go to the National Glacier Park, which if I had to imagine, I'd say I bet that was in Alaska. You know, I can't be too certain of that. But if I was a betting man, which I am, I took my grandma to the casino and I lost. But if I was a betting man, I would say Glacier National Park. Okay, it's in Montana. Okay, but either way, quit trying to make your stupid fucking celebrations other people's business, all right? This particular, these people go, oh, let's go to the national park and get married. And it's like, why? How come you can do that, but you can't fucking, homeless guy can't set up a fucking tent, you know? Anyway, beautiful, the wedding, beautiful ceremony, ugly ass bride, ugly ass groom, stupid fuckers, you know what I mean? And they're trying to get married and they're saying their shit or whatever. And then a grizzly bear just kills a moose, you know? And I think, I think if I was, if I was about to put a ring on a lady's hand and a grizzly bear showed up and killed a moose in front of us, I, I'm not too big into like signs from the God or whatever, maybe from the universe. I don't know if I'm into that. I like things to mean something you know, give me an insight. Maybe this does have some, some meaning towards something else. Maybe, you know, sometimes I'll think it, but let's, let's be real. If I'm going, I love this woman and, uh, God, God sends a bear to kill a moose in front of us both before I was promising my life to this dirty whore (laughs) in a past life. She's a good lady now. She's a good, pure, clean lady now. She got her life. She already had her kids. Listen, she's got her life together now. She's a different person, okay? If I'm going to love her and give her my life, and God sends a goddamn bear to kill a moose in front of us, I'm going to go listen. Maybe, maybe we wait like another year or something like that, you know? Maybe we go on an extended vacation together and see how we really like each other. You know, if we really get along, since God has sent a moose to be destroyed by a bear in front of our holiest of ceremonies, you know, I just would have second thoughts about about what I was doing if I saw a grizzly bear violently kill a moose in front of me, you know, even if I was doing something which I thought was good, if I was going to like, if I had just adopted a bunch of homeless, starving kids, you know, maybe four, not a bunch, but like four. And we were driving, I was like, oh, welcome to the family, kids. 
you know, you know what their names are going to be. It's all going to be like Zimbabwe and Michael with a K-A-L or something like that, you know? <laughs> and I'm driving them back home to the, you know, to Joe Kelly's palace of fun and, and comfortable good times. And a bear starts killing a moose in front of the car. I'm going to turn around and take those kids back to the orphanage and go, listen, I know, I think these kids deserve love, but God just told me I shouldn't be doing this via a bear and a moose. So I wouldn't do it. You know, that's just what I do. That's just what I do. I hope whatever you do, I support, you know, thanks for checking out the podcast this week. I truly appreciate your time. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. All right. I hope your life's going great. I hope you had a great year. And uh, if you didn't listen, not every year is going to be great, but you keep pushing through. You keep making things happen for yourself and don't let it get down to you or don't let, you know, you know what I mean? Don't get down on yourself, whatever it is. We got a fucking week and a half left in the year. Got a whole new one coming up, but get your shit started early. All right. Don't fucking, uh, even if the year was bad, don't go, well, it's only 10 more days of bad shit that's going to happen. Fuck that. And strong. And strong brothers and sisters. That's what we're here for. We're here to get through it together because God damn it, if this shit ain't confusing and uh, lonely sometimes. But either way, happy holidays from your old pal Joe to you and your loved ones. I'll be in Detroit tonight at the Independent, December 21st. The 22nd, 23rd are canceled due to the snow. Be in New Jersey with my buddy Aaron Weber, January 5th through the 7th. We'll also be in Raleigh, North Carolina, the 27th and the 28th of January. And uh, the big one, February 16th, Sonny's Patio Pub and a Refuge in Nashville, Tennessee. Come through. I'll be headlining that one. I appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Go get your dick sucked. Go have some fun, all right? And also, do me a favor, will you? Do me a favor before we get out of here. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real fucking soon. Later. Video people, it's just our time now, baby. A very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, my friends. I will be seeing you before the New Year, but I just want to get it out of the way and uh, maybe get you on a, on a head start that way. Thanks for sticking around this year. It's been a good year. We've grown together as a community on this podcast. I appreciate you guys checking in with the uh, comments on YouTube and everything, man. And I'm going to do my best to keep things interesting for you. I got all sorts of ideas I got going around in my head. I just got to sit down and get to some work and get you guys uh, some additional content, all right? Some more funny videos, and then hopefully those will pick up and do well, and then I can start coming to your cities, and we can see each other face-to-face -face and maybe share a laugh and have a sip of a beer or something like that and talk about life for a moment. But uh, we'll get there one day. We'll get there one day. Let me know where you guys are at, what cities you want me to come to next year. Do it in the comments, or you can email me, info, Joe Kelly, info at joekellycomedy.com. Email me anytime. You guys want to chat about something, uh, I'm here. We'll talk. We're building a community. This is, I'm just not ignoring you fuckers. I love you. Happy holidays.